Hey, all you beautiful people out there. It's your March girl right here in my corner. Okay, I am back today continuing our conversation on human sexuality and specifically the LGBTQIA plus community. And today we're going to the fourth acronym which is the T. So y'all gonna get the T today. Y'all ready for the T? All right, I am ready to give you the T. So let's get right to it. So the first three acronyms, LGB, we have already discussed. And the difference with these three acronyms in comparison to the one we'll be talking about today, which is the T, these first three acronyms were basically relates to um, sexual orientation, as you will realize when you think about it and just remember all the things that we have discussed concerning it. It's basically about sexual orientation. Well, the acronym for today, the T, is more about, it relates more to gender identity. So I just want you to make that distinction and I want you to realize that and think about that as we continue this discussion. So the T relates to gender identity. And the T is sort of an umbrella for a lot of things that it represents. So it doesn't just represent one thing, it represents several things, and I'm going to talk about those things. So think of the T also as an umbrella that further expands out, but it mostly relates to gender identity. Okay, so let's talk about what the T represents initially as an acronym. So when you see the T, I want you to think transgender. Some people say transgender, and you'll also hear the term just trans. And so what is that? So transgender slash trans, these are individuals who have a different gender identity or gender expression than their sex assigned at birth. So let me say that again, because I really want to be clear as I possibly can. So transgender and trans refers to individuals who have a gender identity that, or an expression that is different than their sex assigned at birth. And I think we did speak about that earlier on when we first start talking about human sexuality. So this is what a transgender is. And trans people or transgender people may or may not undergo gender-affirming medical procedures. So, in other words, a person who may identify as a transgender or trans person does not necessarily mean that they have changed their birth identity along with their identity, transgender identity. So, for instance, a trans woman. A trans woman is actually a person who was a male 
at birth, meaning they had male sexual organs and they were assigned male at birth, but they don't identify as a male. They feel like they are female inside. And so they become transgender. Now they could identify as female and dress as female in every way. And when you look at them, you think female, but it does not necessarily mean that that person has went through a medical procedure that would actually change their physical appearance of a male to a female. So just always keep that in mind. One can identify as transgender does not necessarily mean that they have changed their physical body to that which they are identifying as, meaning they have not had surgery um, reassignment, they're not on hormones or anything necessarily of that sort, and yet they identify as transgender. They could do so, but it does not necessarily mean because one does identify as transgender that they have done so. Now, the, the next term under this acronym, T, the other term that associates with transgender is transsexual. So sometimes people identify as transsexual is not widely used as identifying a person nowadays, but what it mostly represents is people who actually undergo medical procedures to to transition from their assigned gender to the gender they are identified with. So just like I was just talking about in terms of transgenders not assigning their bodies in light of how they identify a person who is transsexual, this term is used mostly for the medical procedures when they actually do decide to change their physical body to the gender that they identify. And so these procedures range from hormone replacement therapy, um, breast augmentation or mastectomies, which people call a top surgery, to sex reassignment surgery, which people refer to as bottom surgery. So this is the T for a transsexual, one who has actually went through the medical procedures to change their gender identity to match what they are representing to the world. When they actually have the surgery to change their body, birth, sex, to identify with how they are identifying in the world as a transgender person. So with that said, you have the term, which is still under the umbrella of T, the trans man. And so what is the trans man? A trans man is a person who is assigned female at birth and transitions to male gender identity. Again, let me explain that. A trans man is a person who is assigned female at birth and transitions to male gender identity. So this is one who has transitioned to that. Now that trans man could have had medical reassignment or not. 
But the main point of it is a trans man is one who is assigned female at birth and transitions to a male gender identity, meaning they're presenting as a male. The trans woman is the opposite of that. It is a person who's assigned male at birth and transitions to female gender identity. Again, trans woman is a person who was assigned male at birth and transitioned to female gender identity. So you already see that the T, which represents transgender trans, is more about identity than sexual orientation. So I do want you to realize that um, that difference under this particular acronym. So also under this acronym, there are several other um, identities that can fall under this umbrella. One of those is genderqueer. Genderqueer is a person who does not identify as either male or female. These individuals may identify with aspects of both genders or neither. So just remember that we will get more into some of these um, ideas later on. But the main thing about genderqueer is this person may or may not identify either way, male or female. And um, may have both aspects of this gender or, or none at all. Another one under this particular umbrella is gender non-binary. You may have heard. If you haven't, you will hear. At least here, you will be educated in terms of what this means when you hear it. Gender non-binary or or just non-binary refers to a person whose gender identity does not fit along the male slash female binary. Okay, so... It's just a person who does not identify at all or does not fit no real representation of male or female binary, okay? The next um, terminology under this particular umbrella is gender non-conforming. Gender non-conforming. Now, that's pretty self-explanatory. They're not conforming. Anyway, it is a person who does not ascribe to traditional aspects of their gender identity through their gender expression, meaning how they present themselves physically. It means that they they can represent themselves however they want. It could be male, female, or it could be one of those situations where you can't tell which way or, or another, and their their birth sexuality is not matching what they are representing to the world. So they're just don't conform at all to any specific identity. This is called gender non-conforming, meaning a male who was born a male could be looking female, you know, dressing as a female and appears to you like a female or not, could appear like they're male, but yet there's aspects of them that may act female. So it's just you, they're not conforming in any form or fashion. So whatever that is to you, like whatever you may think a male is or whatever you think a female is, this particular person may or may not represent any of that. So it's, they're considered non-confirming. Now, 
in all of this and under this umbrella, there is this idea, and I'm sure many of you have heard it, a lot of sites even ask for um, this identity, is preferred pronoun. The preferred pronoun meaning how you want to be represented. So um, most people have a preferred way to be referred to by others in terms of which gender. For instance, most cisgender people who are heterosexual, they, for the most part, identify with their birth sex. So for instance, if you're born a male and you identify as a male, you are referred to as a he. If you were born a female and you identify as a female, you are referred to as a she. So these are the pronouns you would be referred to as. So just to let you understand that part. Um, So when we're looking at trans people, genderqueer, non-binary individuals, um, they may identify differently. They may not necessarily identify in terms of how we as a heterosexual community typically identifies as male or female, she or he. And sometimes looking at the transgender community, you cannot always determine what that pronoun is for them, even though they may look like a specific pronoun to you in the transgender community does not that does not necessarily mean or say that that is the pronoun that they will go with that it's a he or she or whatever the case might be so because you don't know for certain it is most appropriate to ask so the most common pronoun series are she her and hers He, him, his, they, their, and theirs. Let me say those again so you can understand it. She, her, hers, he, him, his, they, their, theirs. So these are the common pronoun series that we use in general um, in conversation and when we're talking to people. So... The transgender community could use some of these um, pronouns, but they could use them not necessarily in the way or in the English language in terms of how we as heterosexuals would use the word. So, for instance, a transgender person, say someone who is non-conforming, may want to call himself they versus it may look to you like a male and you may want to say he but that person may not want to be called he that person may want to be called they or that person may not want to be called he maybe was wants to call be called his so it does not necessarily mean that it, they're going to conform to how we understand the English English language. 
And so we have to always keep that in mind. And the appropriate thing would be to just ask. If you're not sure, there's nothing wrong with asking. Don't assume what terms or pronouns they use. Just ask. That's what you should do. Just ask. So I think I've covered the T. I think I've given you the T um, on this particular acronym, which refers to transgender or trans. And under that umbrella, we realize there's different ways of looking at the transgender community. So we've covered another one. And I hope you guys will, again, do the research on your own and look and see what it's really all about and get a better understanding of the T in the acronym. And you know what? It's just going to make for a better world and a better place of understanding all of us and all of our differences. So I hope you enjoyed the T today. This is all for now. And um, we'll be back next week with the next Um, acronym, which is the Q. So I look forward to talking to y'all later on. It's your Mars girl right here in my corner. Hey, you guys, I just want to come back real quick and mention this aspect of the transgender world that I'm not sure if I really covered it at the level that I may need to. And that is this. So when you're trying to identify or figure out the pronouns for a transgender person, it's really important for you to ask because it just does not comply with what traditionally you may be accustomed to. So I say that to say this. So for instance, a transgender person who might be a trans man or trans woman, might be non-conforming, all the things that we've discussed, you could possibly see a trans man who from just looking on initially appears to be a male and you might think he, um, but that person may not even identify as a he. They still may want to use the pronoun she and vice versa or someone who is non-conforming or binary they may not even um, care in terms of how you identify them. They may be they can they might be okay with being identified as she, he, their, they, whatever. So this is why it's important to ask. So it could be just totally different on so many levels. A male, a female who a transgender person who looks female and dresses female and talks female and all that still might not want to be represented with the the female pronoun. They may prefer the male pronoun. So this is why it's really important to ask. And these are some of the nuances with transgender community. So just want to throw that in there to let you know that it could be just totally opposite on every end. And of course, all those singular persons could prefer to be called them or they, which we're accustomed to, meaning that's more than one person. But a single person, instead of she, he, may just want to be called them or they, theirs. Just want to add that so you can have a better understanding 
All right, it's your March girl right here in my corner. 